what's going on, everybody? Hello. Hello. It's another episode of 30. 30. And dying. Which is true to life. Are you dying this week? I, yes. It's only Tuesday. I know. <laughs> when we're recording this, it's only Tuesday. It's Tuesday. You guys will hear this on a Thursday in the future. But it's been a week just already. know that at this moment in time, at least one half of 30 D&D was really feeling that second D. Dying. <laughs> Not the good D. No, there's no time. <laughs> yep. So how are you doing? Let's, let's start off today with a little check-in. I feel like it's been a long time since we've just talked about how we're doing. I'm okay. You're okay? Yeah, just busy. Going away this weekend, going away next weekend. The huge. Yeah, just traveling. Travel, everywhere. Everywhere, doing everything. I'm doing a fraction of it now and I'm ready to absolutely jump off a building. Mm-hmm. It's more just like... We're trying to buy a house. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'd pump your brakes. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to work out. Um, I mean, it, we're trying, but like, you know, the universe is against millennials having a house before they're 500. And uh, it's just been, I knew it was going to be stressful. You know what I mean? I know it's a stressful process, but like, it's only been a couple of days. <laughs> yeah. No, you got a lot of information in such a short period of time. Yeah. On purpose. I was like, we're going to do this. I knew it was going to be stressful. I was like, Preparing myself for what was going to come at least as much as I could. And it has just been curveball after fucking curveball already. Um, I mean, we're still doing it unless they throw too many and I get a concussion. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, it's a bitch. It is a bitch. Anyways, Anyways. yeah, life sucks. I know. It's expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike and I are talking about getting a car. Because, you know, my car's... Dying. Yeah, wobbly. Yeah. She'd be wobbly. She, she's trying her absolute hardest, and she's, she just keeps going. Well, and good for her, but I don't know for how long. Well, if you need a ride home, I cannot help you, because we only have one car, so that we could save to buy a house. Yeah, I've been trying to, like, put it in conversation, because, like, I want some type of trade-in value. Yeah. But if it dies, I will not have that. So, like, we have to really be mindful of how long my car actually will last. Yeah. Which is probably not very long. Yeah. So, I think I've talked about it enough to where Mike had texted me today and was just like, we can probably think about getting you one in March, like, next year. And I'm like, what? In a year? (laughs) Well, I mean... With how, like, to save and like, all that stuff. Because, it, like, it's, it's not like we have a payment, you know? No, yeah, I get And, it. like, the only trade-in value that I could probably get for my car at max is $1,000. Yeah, and that might be lucky. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'm going to have to put new tires on it. So that's some worth. We got to do that, too. We got to at least put two new tires on it. And we've got some expenses to, that are coming up this summer. But anyways, yeah, so that's how my life is going. Yeah. Well, he, when we were talking about like the car and stuff. Yeah. He had texted, um, and he said he was, he was looking at a bunch of different ones and then said, um, I have 12 vehicles I found that are hatchbacks and I have printed out to compare. Oh, so he's, he's serious. Yes. He's gotten serious. He's gotten serious. Well, good. Good. Hopefully it works out. Hopefully. I hope you get your car and I hope I get my house. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so, and I don't handle stress well physically. Like, I'm getting rashes. I'm shitting my pants constantly. Not, like, actually in my pants, but uh, okay. close. I'm know. just like, oh. I don't handle stress well. I never have. So, I feel it. 
I, and I'm super busy just because everybody else is super busy and apparently I need to be a fucking part of it. And you have a wedding. Yeah, it's not mine, thank God. But <laughs> it's somebody else's. And Anyways. I have a wedding this weekend. That's where we're going. Do you? Yeah. Godspeed. Mike's- you like weddings. Sure. Well, you had one. I just assumed you <laughs> I fucking commit. I don't like to go. I don't want to have one. I no hypocrisy here. So I just assume anyone that had a wedding likes. I mean, sure. My logic is probably fine. I liked my wedding. There yeah, you go. Keeping it real. Keeping it frank. <laughs> Basement yard. Shout out. Yep. I love you. Love you guys. <laughs> um, should we say what we're going to do today? <laughs> I thought we'd just do like a fun little like we haven't teched in in a while and then we, but we got like, a lot going on. Yeah, we just just dread vomit came out. So what are we gonna do today, Courtney? What's happening? Horoscopes. Yeah, maybe they can fix us. Maybe or maybe it's just telling us everything we already know. Yeah, we'll see. We we'll just, see. We're looking in all the places for some relief <laughs> on this fucking thirty journey. Thirty journey. Thirty journey. That's Welcome fun. to our thirty journey, and it's rough. You, you ever played the Oregon Trail? Yeah, I died of dysentery. And I'm doing it today. I have dis- I feel like I have dysentery. Is that, like, can I get that? Like, I, I how, mean, how is dysentery, uh... Um, I don't... Is that a... I think you get it from dirty water. Oh, okay. But I don't know. Um, but it's, it's Crohn's-ish. You oh. shit your pants until you die. Oh, okay, cool. Yes. I'm already doing that, so... Halfway there. Yeah, Crohn's equals dysentery. Yep. And I just have stress-induced dysentery. So... Welcome to the Oregon Trail, BB. <laughs> BB. <laughs> so we're going to try and see if Zodiacs can give us some insight into who we are. And we decided to do a little switcheroo. Yeah. So I found out everything Courtney could ever need to know. And I found out what Clarissa needs to know Just, about her relationship. Yep. About her life. Yep. So if, for those of you who don't know, I'm a Virgo. Big Virgo energy. I'm a big fat Virgo energy, and I'm very proud of it. I'm a Libra. Balancing I think that's scales. very obvious. I think so. Yeah. But I like I like astrology. I, I buy it. I buy it to an extent. I think certain things are too close for comfort for it to not be real. That's what I'm saying. Especially the birth charts. Like, I've done my full birth chart, and when you get everything into it, it's like, it's very spot on, some yeah. of it, that... I just feel like it's very too specific to yeah. not be at least a little bit real. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying like... Like I the daily horoscopes in the journal or something like that. Not very realistic. No. I, I think that's just like... Did you do those? No. Oh, okay. Not in that the way that your face was well, like looking... Well, here's what happened. Once upon a time... I shouldn't tell the story, but I will. Uh, not, not at our local paper. Uh-huh. But I, I lived somewhere else and I worked at the local paper. So I, I loaded in a lot of information in the the horoscopes generally, like, people with the paper don't write them. We don't have, like, a Miss Cleo in the back of the newsroom. Oh, okay. I just thought it was just a random person. just like, you know, yeah, well, I'm going to make their day awful. So they come syndicated, which means, like, somebody somewhere writes them, and we every paper you read that has that syndication company will have the same thing oh, in okay. it, right? But I was, I was about to leave this um, newspaper that I worked at back in the day. And I handled the horoscopes a lot because I loaded that information in and it was one of my pages I usually did. So for like two months up until the time that I left, like when I knew I was quitting, Mm I, um, (laughs) I would add a random sentence that made no sense into one of the horoscopes every day until I quit. Nice. Like, um, for Virgo one time I added, um, be weary of dairy. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, so I, I fucked around a little bit. I hope nobody had to find out. But uh, That's really funny. Yeah, I thought it was <laughs> But funny. I just imagine the people actually writing them are just bullshitting. Well, they, yeah, the ones that I would get from in that case, and I don't know if these people are really like astrologists. I don't fucking know. But they were they were really general. They weren't specific. And it that's, wasn't how, like and that's deep how that dives. works. Yeah. yeah. Like we did, we tried to find stuff that was a deep, deep dive. Yeah. Pay close attention to your relationships. Yeah. Okay, bitch. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, let me pay close attention to cheese. You're going to get some news. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I should write horoscopes. You should. <laughs> I did. It was fun. So that's what we're going to do today. But before we do that, you know what we got to do? Back in time. All right. We're in a special year. It's a very important year. The most important year for the two, some of the, some of the two, two of some of the most. What's happening? <laughs> I was ready to get so excited about this intro you're about to give me this year, and now I'm so confused. What? I wasn't. I was gonna try and say the two most important people in my life, but like, I, I have other important people in my life, but two of two of some of the most. Is that a sentence? I think if you just say two of the most, because you're not saying that we're the only two. We're saying we're among the most. Yes. That. So two of the most was correct. Okay. You didn't have to. Go crazy. Swirl. Yeah. I swirled. You swirled. Anyways. That was correct. 1994. 94. Was when you and Mike were born. Yep. It was, it's a very important year in 30, dirty, and dying lore. Without you two, I would have nothing. No. I wouldn't have a podcast. I wouldn't have a relationship. No. Nope. I mean, not a good relationship. No. I mean, you might I'd have, have relationships. One, let's be honest. But <laughs> um, I was born. So in the summer of 94. So. Mike, winter. Of 94. So he's older than me. By a I, few months. Mike was born just a little bit probably after I was conceived. He was born in February. Yeah. I was probably conceived around December because I was born in August. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at the end of August. So something super important what? happened in 1994. Tell more me. More so. Well, not more so than you guys. Obviously, yeah, you yeah. guys are super so important. So you're old. But this, this is important for Mike to know, which he's not going to listen to this, but I'll tell him later. Okay. The Beastie Boys coined the term mullet. Oh, shit. To refer to a hairstyle in their song, Mullet Head. No earlier use of the term mullet that refers to a hairstyle has been found. Here's the thing, though. It has to be some, like, they had to get it somewhere. You know what I mean? It's probably was like a colloquial thing. Maybe. But not documented. Not documented. So that's They the coined the part. term mullet in 1994. In, like, popular culture. The worst hairstyle was, I don't know about that. It's not great. I don't you, think it's the actually. Worst. You're right. A rat tail is the worst. Yes. <clears throat> I so many. I hate kids rat tails. In school, Ew. had that when we were growing Ew. up. I feel like at Ew. least for me, so many boys had that. I would rather everyone in the world have a mullet than have anyone have a rat tail. I would rather we all be bald. Agreed. Yeah. I'd rather shave my head. If there's like either shave your head or have a rat tail, shave my head. Yeah, absolutely. Not even an option. Yeah. You want to know some TV shows that were kind of banging and happening in 94? Yes, please. So biggest thing, um, Friends came out. Um, So yeah, Friends came out. Uh, Seinfeld was very popular. NYPD Blue. Wow. ER. Mm -hmm. Home Improvement. Oh. Mm -hmm. Tim Allen. Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres' sitcom. Before she came out? Yeah. She came out on that show. Yeah. And then it went on for, I think, maybe one more season after she came out, but... 
So that was some TV show. So if you were watching TV in 94, you might have been watching those shows. Something else that happened in 94, what? which is kind of relevant today after the whole, like, uh, Taylor Swift Ticketmaster shenanigans. Oh, yeah. So Pearl Jam canceled their 1994 summer tour after they found out that Ticketmaster was demanding a service charge for fans' tickets. Pearl Jam is so cool. I'm going to take a moment and talk about Pearl Jam because I feel like nobody gives them the respect that they deserve. They're a very great band, okay? Eddie Vedder, the lead singer, has one of the best voices I've ever heard. And if you're just thinking of like, he's got, he does actual, like he sings differently and he's very good. I'd suggest the Into the Wild soundtrack, but Pearl Jam's a great band. People just kind of, I feel like, just clump them into the whole grunge era thing. Yeah, I can and see that. And I think that that music from them was great too, but they're cool and they're cool guys and clearly they stand up for their fans. Which is appreciated. That's appreciated. Good for them. Good for Good them. Good for them for standing up for their fans and being like, hey, this is not cool. Something else happened in 94. What? Beanie Babies. Ooh, they were everywhere. Sissy collected them. Did you have any? I had some. Yeah. Not as many as she did, though. Any that stand out? Any faves? Um, no, I have no thoughts. Oh. <laughs> they should have made a little question mark for you. What's like? Oh, just a question mark. Ambiguous, beanie baby. Yeah. baby. Um, I had a, I had a, I had a couple, but I, the one that I remember the most was a white like Bengal tiger. I was obsessed with those as a kid. I had like pictures all over my room of them. I had bunches of stuffed ones, not like murdered but like toys <laughs> not like taxidermy <laughs> nothing illegal happened um just like toys but one was a little beanie baby and i took that thing everywhere That's i think cool. i named him snowcap nice like I the love, candy i love a snowcap always have always will you know what they're called mm. non-pareils yeah i still call them snowcaps that's the brand yeah it's like not all q-tips are q-tips but we say q-tips it's like that yeah yeah, yeah. or uh kleenex yeah it's you know, tissues. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. OJ Simpson. The Bronco Chase. Yes, the Bronco say, Chase. Because right? um, I know how you feel about OJ Simpson. Yeah. I mean, no, let's, again, I feel like we have to do this every time <laughs> that you say this. I feel poorly about OJ Simpson, <laughs> the man. I think not good things. The trial and the entire case, mm-hmm. very riveting, very interesting. I've, it's it was it's been a special interest topic for me for many years. OJ Simpson is a person questionable at best. Okay, okay? so okay. you do that every time, <laughs> but it's fun every single time. I know. Um, you know who played the the halftime show, which we've talked about this kind of thing before. It was called a Rockin' Country Sunday or something. Sounds awful. It was like Winona Judd and Travis Tritt and some other country people, but. We've talked about before how much of a moment country had in like the 90s and the early 2000s. And some of it was very good. It was like a very popular genre. And it made it to the Super Bowl. Good for them. You know, you know who should go to the Super Bowl? Who? Taylor Swift. Honestly, yeah. Imagine. I'm going to be honest. I mean, I'm not she puts on a good show. She clearly. Because I've seen TikToks. My sister went. Hey everyone, it's Tyler Woodkowski, the publisher at Tea with Coffee Media. Tea with Coffee Media is a team of indie authors, designers, and editors who have a goal of helping indie authors make their dreams become a reality. Our modest press has aspirations to help as many indie authors succeed as possible. Not only do we offer publishing services, and yes, we are open for submissions, but we offer editing, marketing, and book cover design services at an affordable price to all indie authors. 
visit us online at teawithcoffee.media to learn more about our services. Should we should we transition? Oh yeah, transition. The other thing. Um, Nineteen ninety four was Year of the Dog. Well, that's the, the Chinese, Chinese zodiac. the Chinese zodiac, Chinese zodiac horoscopes. It's all in the realm. Of I mean, yeah, things. they're different. They're, they're different, but, but realm. Which we is needed why a segue. You I guys. tied it back. We needed a segue, and here it is. Yep, Year of the Dog associated with loyalty, honesty, and a sense of justice. Fuck yeah! They are also said to be reliable, responsible, and have a strong sense of duty. <laughs> I don't know about. Reliable and responsible for myself personally, but the other stuff, for sure, for sure. Known to be quite intelligent and are often able to think things through before acting. Yep. They are quite successful in their careers and they are often able to achieve great things. Woof, woof, baby. And they don't beat around the bush. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Woo! Woo, So who wants to go first? Um, I'll read some things first. Okay, so here's how this is going to work, guys. We're going to go back and forth, like one turn to the other, because we don't want to confuse you. We don't want to throw out too many stars and signs and stripes. So Courtney first is going to talk about me mm-hmm. as a Virgo and enlighten me on my astrological sitch. And then I will do the same for her. Yep. So let's go. Tell first, me about First, I want to start off, which I have in all caps, Jack Black is a Virgo. Hell yeah. I love that. Yep. Yep. So I got really excited about we that. We got some good Virgos out there. We got some, you got you have really good, good Virgos. Virgos. Um, not so much for Libras. Yeah, I wasn't gonna do it because I didn't. Feel I have uh, Zach Galifianakis. He was born on the same October first, just like me. Oh, that's fun. So you know, yeah, I have Zach Galifianakis and Cardi B. I didn't see that. Okay, yeah, Cardi B is a Libra. So I started off with percentage of compatibility between you and Justin. Justin and, is a Taurus, and you and me. Okay, I did the same thing. Okay. So Virgo and Taurus is 90% compatibility. Oh, look at that, guys. Soulmate energy. And then Libra and Virgo is 68%. Okay. Not 69. I'm very upset about that. Yeah, because that would have been fun. <laughs> so let's just round up. Yeah, we're it's rounding six, up to it's 69%. Uh, but that, so, but did, were these both romantic or is it just relationships in general? It just says compatible. Okay. The website that I was using. Okay. Because I feel like it I can used, be different. I used multiple websites. So like some things were a little bit different. Yeah. I did the same thing because I tried to find, because a lot of the relationship ones were like sex was a factor. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we need to be compatible with sex. No. I don't think that should go through our total. It should not. No. And it might, from what I saw, it detracts heavily. I don't think we would have good sex. Um, which is okay. Yeah. I mean, hold on. If 58% for sex is Virgo and Libra. Yeah. Not the good kind. It's a, yeah, it's a high end. (laughs) So this is about compatibility. Hit me, Miss Cleo. Uh, Virgo, if we look at your compatibility chart, we can see that you want a mate who is as dedicated to you as you are to them. Yes. You may act harshly towards others. (laughs) I love your face when you said Anybody that knows me in person. (laughs) I'm a little much. I'm a little rough around the edges, you know. It's hard to get close to me. But it's just because you want the best for your relationships. Yeah, I don't like to fuck around. You are very protective of your loved ones and may be terrified at the prospect of being abandoned. You do kind of like to be alone, though. I do, but that's different than different. being abandoned. Correct. I choose my aloneness. Others may not understand, but this is who you are. This is who I am inside, Christina Aguilera. Virgo, you appear to have the ability to collaborate with Taurus. You both want to be protected and safe when it comes to love. 
It's no surprise that you're both hard workers who are always focused and cautious. Yeah, we're very cautious. This relationship will require long hours from both of you. On the other hand, Taurus is a stubborn sign. Thus, changing your mind could be difficult. Yep. So your natural partner is Pisces. That's my mom. That's Mike. Weird, huh? You know what's weird, though? Mike and I are kind of the same person. Yeah, you're In very some much ways, like. except he's a lot more... We can both be... I feel like I'm abrasive. I feel like he's aggressive. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. feel like that's the juxtaposition. He's also... He likes to go out and do things. You do not. No, fuck that. He likes to swim around like a little fish. Yeah. So that's your natural partner. That's my mom. Your best matches are Capricorn, Taurus, and Cancer. No. I reject this. And your, I reject And your this. worst matches, Aquarius, Leo, and Sagittarius. All those can be true, but I am not a good match with Cancers. I, listen, if you're a Cancer out there, I'm really sorry, but I don't fuck with you. I have one- She pers- fucked with you and found out. Yes, that truly did happen. At least once. Actually, probably twice. I'm not good with Cancer because Cancers are super emotional. They're very emotional, and they're, like, unhinged emotional. They'll just cry and scream at you. And in my experience, that's very true. My best friend Shannon is a Cancer, and I tell her all the time she's the only Cancer that I like and that I, like, fuck with. Because every other Cancer I've, like, had is in a personal relationship, whether it's a friendship or something else. So, with the chart, okay, it says Cancer for love and marriage is pretty low. Well... Lower of the higher, if that makes sense. I get what you're saying. Um, With 85%. Uh, the reason why cancer is up there is communication. Well, yeah, you have to because they just don't stop crying unless you, you know, peel it out of them. I Look, I'm again, but in, in terms of like really close relationships, they have not worked out for me. Okay. They just don't. Virgos are very like rational signs and I kind of live in that mode. I'm not saying I can't be emotional, but cancers live completely in the emotional. It's too much for me. I don't have the patience for it. I don't understand it. I don't know how to talk to you. You cry it all the time or screaming or feeling. Yeah, it's a lot. Horses are, are, are stubborn though, but I'm okay with it because we're both earth signs. So we're like secured in our grounding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have this, so we have similar grounding. So I also, this is also like within like the compatibility stuff that okay. I have. Virgo is a modest and hardworking sign who desires to be of service. This sign is a loyal and devoted partner, yet Virgo is also famous for being a perfectionist and can have a bad habit of being overcritical of others. Yeah. Yeah. I know my weaknesses, y'all. If it makes you feel any better, I'm most critical of myself. And then, but I'm also very critical of others. (laughs) Would you like to know the highest percentage for compatibility of sex? Sure. All right, at a whopping 96%. Capricorn. I've never fucked a Capricorn, and to you- my knowledge. <laughs> There's one guy that we didn't talk about, but I don't think it, it if he's a Capricorn, I'm shocked. All right, well, and up. your overall is also Capricorn at 95%. Oh. Your love and marriage, Capricorn. Wow. And then communication, Cancer. That's a lie. It's because they're communicating. So they it looks stop. like Capricorn really is... But Taurus is up there. Love, sex, and overall. So Taurus for sex yeah, is 95%. Okay, that's that's good. That's, that's good. A. That's good. That's an A. That's, it was number two for I'll sex. Um, overall is 90%, which is number two. For love and marriage, it is 
Okay. 86%, which you're not getting married anyways. No, we're not. But we're... You do love each other. We love each other. But I will but say... But only at an 86%. With the stubbornness <laughs> and with the... there in the critical and some of, some of those traits, we have to work hard to communicate. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, we do it, though. Yeah. And we're very aware of it. So, you know, I get it. I, it takes work. It's like I said earlier. It does take some work. And that's what I'm about to get into. Hit me. All right. Intellectual strength of Virgo is exactly what Taurus needs to build a better understanding of the world. It is often said that Taurus can be really stubborn and difficult to talk to, but it's almost certain that a Virgo will use their mutable quality to find different approaches in order to explain their point of view. Yep, I do that a lot. As to Earth signs, they can both stick to their convictions and be too rigid not to accept another's point of view, but in most cases, the intellect of Virgo and the tenderness of Taurus can help them find a language that they both understand. Yeah, sharing that core point of view, Mm -hmm. helpful. You know, we just get there in different ways sometimes. The patience Taurus can have when they fall in love is what makes them such a good fit for Virgo. Since Virgo will not recognize their feelings right away. Okay, you can put your your face away. (laughs) (laughs) They will need to set a strong emotional foundation. Yeah. Because of the lack of trust... Mm. And disappointment, Virgo is almost always ready for. <laughs> oh, bitch, I'm getting called out. Taurus needs to stay put and never let them down in order to build a trust and let the feeling for each other evolve. Yeah. Uh, if they if they are not both too stiff and too afraid to get hurt, they can build a strong and deep emotional relationship with mutual respect. It is really important not to stay at, at a safe distance for too long because that could easily build a relationship with no emotion and stay in it unsatisfied for years. Yeah, which is why we had to not be long distance for much longer than we did. It was happening. Yep. So that's all of the compatibility stuff Overall, that I have. I feel like pretty accurate except for the cancer thing. Just personal experience. Personal experience of cancers. Fuck them so Not all cancers are exactly the same. No, some are worse. That one could have been a really bad cancer and you could I don't could've... just mean one. I mean several. Okay. Yeah, I don't, that's what I'm saying. It's not just, oh, one fucking guy. A lot of men, women, cancers. No. Okay. No, no, no. Would you like to know your, your days? Like your, your horoscope for, uh, Today and tomorrow. Yeah, help me. <laughs> your your week horoscope and then your year. I'll take whatever you want to give me. I'll give you all help. of them. All right. I so need a light at the end of this fucking tunnel. Today's horoscope. <clears throat> Terror. You're naturally a kind, compassionate person, Virgo. Okay, this to- seems wrong. <laughs> today, your feelings are likely to be focused not only on those close to you, but also all the world's population. Houses. I don't fucking know. I, yeah, I don't think this is... Whatever. A feeling of unity, billions, overwhelming, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, this is stupid. This doesn't work. It doesn't work. Hit me with another Tomorrow. One. Tomorrow. Some Tomorrow news new that day. comes to you from a friend or colleague should shake you up. I can't be shaken anymore. You're going to be shaken tomorrow by <sighs> a friend or colleague. I got to get some Pepto-Bismol. You might find that what you learn casts doubts on co- concepts you've embraced for most of your life. This could confuse you. Don't feel threatened. Everyone has to recreate some values from time to time. I don't feel good about this Something's going to be shaken up tomorrow. I'm already shaken. All right, this week. Are you ready? Yeah, I guess. Adventure awaits. I don't want to (laughs) go. I don't want to go on the adventure. I'm so scared. All right. Adventure awaits you for the rest of the year once Jupiter enters Taurus on Tuesday, moving into your expansion zone. This aspect brings plenty of opportunities to travel, study, and discover more about the world. Allow yourself to expand your horizons without fear and your usual anxiety. Everything will be okay. Well, that actually makes me feel nice. 
Because it doesn't feel okay, and I am anxious. I've got an ulcer. Start your adventure during the Taurus new moon on Friday. But make sure you're doing something fun for the future, whether you're signing up for classes or booking a trip. Now's the time to plant the seed. Uh, Your subconscious mind takes the wheel starting when Mars enters Leo on Saturday. Moving into your healing zone. Good. Your deep emotions are finally coming to surface and demanding to be felt. I hate this. This is what I've been going to therapy for for like fucking almost 10 years. You'll have the opportunity to finally heal from the past and discover your true dreams. Learn to accept yourself, Virgo, for your own sanity. Y'all, I'm good. I just can't. I just can't. I just barrel through. All right. So that was this week. So stuff's happening Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Be ready for it. Okay. Let me know. Let me know if someone contacts you tomorrow and shakes things up because I'm very interested. Maybe I'll call you tomorrow and shake things up for myself. Don't do that to me. (laughs) Do you want to know your year? Yes. So let's look at your year. The whole year. As a practical Mercury-ruled Earth sign, you're proud of your logical, precise perspectives on life. Yes. As things become more unpredictable in the world this year, (laughs) will you have to adapt to new techniques to deal with the chaos? I guess, probably. If you look at your Mercury, your Han. If we look at your ruler Mercury as it heads through four instead of three retrograde periods this year, Virgo, the short answer to that question is no. Because all the retro cycles happen when your leader is is in grounded earth signs, you'll still have a calm demeanor as you deal with the potential negative effects. Okay. So like as chaos is happening, you'll still be calm is what I'm understanding unsure well i guess i'm gonna get all a of, prescription all of these words are like all over my head yeah i cannot i'm i'm probably gonna get a prescription then to keep me calm because otherwise there's no fucking way but i guess we'll see structured saturn is feeling rebellious that sounds like a band name structured, structured saturn. saturn i like that it's feeling rebellious during its placement <laughs> in air sign aquarius and your house of routine at the big be- at the year begins Highlighting your attention to detail and bringing out the ability to work hard in order to complete personal and or professional tasks, assignments, and projects. Your hard work doesn't depend on immediate gratification because you're totally happy with delayed reward. Buying a house. Yeah. Delayed reward. Yep. Like every year. You'll be celebrating your birthday at some point. (laughs) (laughs) No shit, horoscope people. Um. Uh, when your analytical and organized nature should be most appreciated. If you plan a party for yourself, it will be important that every last detail is blah, 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 blah. I don't yeah, I'm not it. fucking doing that. Um, and as the summer months end, you'll be more ready to start thinking about fall and getting things back to normal. So it looks like your normal will be Which hopefully fall. is when I'll be closing on this house. Uh, cleaning, organizing, and getting rid of unneeded things. Moving. We're, we're we'll be high on the people. priority list. We're people who we get rid of as much as humanly possible when we move. See, Mike and I are just pack fucking everything. <laughs> we, we throw away so much. Last when we moved here, yeah, we got rid of um, our bed, our mattress, and, like almost all of our furniture. Jesus, yeah, we just got rid of everything. Well, I guess if I think about it, like we didn't have anything. Yeah, we've just accumulated accumulated everything. Yeah, no, I get it. We don't have much. That's the thing. But even when we, what we get, we tend to get rid of when we move. So I don't even know how we're going to fill up a house, but we'll see. You will. I guess. Trust me, because Mike and I had nothing and filled it up with everything. Yeah, but you guys are pack rats by nature. Oh, I hate it. You I told could. you, we have stuff downstairs that I don't even know about. And I'm like, if you want to go through it, don't even tell me. Just throw it away. 
if I don't know it's there, I'm not going to look for yeah, it. That's, kind that's of what that's what my sister did with grandma's house whenever we were getting and I say we when she was going through it and getting rid of stuff before we sold the house whenever she died. Yeah. I don't even know it was there, but she just I told her specific things I knew that was there that I wanted. Yeah. She just got rid of everything else. That's the way you do it. It's the most logical way, yeah. I feel like. If I don't know about it, can't hurt you. Can't hurt me. Yeah. Just like your memories. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty happy with my Chaos. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be what it's going to be. Your compatibility is good. Yeah. I feel good about that. It, yeah. It solidifies what I already thought I knew, mm-hmm. you know, and it all makes sense. I'm happy with it. Thank you. Good. Thank you for my astrological reading. Are you ready for yours? I don't know. You're listening to 30 Dirty and Dying, the show where two sick, sad millennials who just happen to be best friends talk through life on this side of 30. Find us on social media at 30DirtyAndDying to join the conversation. Now back to the show. All right. Oh, my hands are sweaty. Knees weak. Arms are heavy. <laughs> well, Vomit on a sweater already. already. Mom's spaghetti. She's I'm dead. nervous. What? Oh. <laughs> I'm also nervous. Okay. So first I'm going to start for Libra mm-hmm. with just some of your um, your traits, just who you are. Okay. And then we'll get into the other stuff. Okay. okay? okay. So here's some of some, some strengths. That you can, and you're like not mid- physical. No. I got none. Well, and you're like a middle of the road Libra in terms of your birthday. Mm-hmm. You're like right in the middle of, um, like I'm the earliest Virgo you can be. Uh, so it, that that sometimes changes how things um, express themselves. So, but here are some of the traits: you're very cooperative and diplomatic. You're fair-minded, mm-hmm. and you're kind of a social butterfly. Ugh, by nature, yeah, you are. I am. Like, come on. On the other side, you can be a little indecisive. Oh, wait. Not a little. I am very indecisive. You're not a big old fan of confrontation. Hate it. Yep. Sometimes you can throw yourself a little pity party. All the time. Yep. And you <laughs> will carry a grudge. Never. I think you... Yeah. Mm. I think you've grown a I, lot. Yeah. But I think you can still carry a grudge. Like, it's in there. I guess. It's in there. Some things that you like. Harmony. Mm-hmm. gentleness, sharing. Sharing's caring. Being outside. Oh, I hate being outside. Oh, yeah, okay. So, dislikes. Conformity, violence, injustice, and loud mouths. Yeah, fuck those loud mouths. Fuck them. That's why I don't like children. <laughs> Maybe that's true, actually. <laughs> that actually makes sense. Okay, so you're an air sign. A um, little bit about Libra. They're the sign known for their peaceful and fair nature. They generally dislike being alone. I'd say that's accurate. Yeah. Partnership is crucial for them. Mm. And they seek someone who can reflect their inner selves. Libras, they spelled that wrong, (laughs) are fascinated by balance and symmetry and are constantly striving for equality, realizing the most important thing in life is their own inner personality. They'll go to great lengths to avoid conflict and maintain peace. Yes. Um, You can be inspired by engaging discussions, individuals who have a lot to say. You have a need for constant mental stimulation mm. and yeah. a strong intellect and a sharp mind. Sometimes. I think you can. I can. Yeah. You don't always use it. And that's no. okay. Each Libra needs to be cautious when speaking for others when they are forced to make decisions or pick sides. Ugh. They may realize they're in the wrong place, surrounded by the wrong people. So no partner should make them forget that they have their own opinions. So let's get into the partners, Oof. shall we? We shall. Okay. So first I did you and Mike. 
Okay. So Mike's a Pisces, as we said. So when Libra and Pisces come together in a love affair, there's this congenial and an even-tempered romance. These two signs are very compatible, making for a truly smooth sailing love affair. Both signs are attuned to life's aesthetic side, but they also have much to offer one another. When Pisces gets lost in a fantasy, Libra can apply that Libra proclivity for balance and help get the Pisces back on track. Pisces can return the favor by helping the Libra see beauty in love and empathy. This is an honest partnership that values truth and harmony in itself and in the world. And you guys also make great friends as well as lovers. Yeah, he's my best friend. Yeah, you guys understand each other. You can be indecisive, but you tend to... And you can tend to work in multiple directions at once. So there can be problems. We cannot make decisions. Yeah. Ever. Problems between these two, like between the two of you, Uh are kind of rare. But you can have some issues just in your lives together. Like Mm -hmm. if you're working on things together. So um, sometimes they can stop mid-action due to both of their indecisive natures. Yep. If these two work on a project together, either in love or something else, it can be difficult to move forward. Yep. If these two do have an (laughs) argument, they tend to forgive and forget quickly. Mm -hmm. Libra really hates conflict Uh and will do almost anything to avoid it. And Pisces are really empathetic, so they can forgive out of understanding for their partner's position. What's interesting is I am very like, like I do not tell people... If I have a problem, yeah. except for Mike. Because you feel comfortable enough to do so. Yeah. Because of all his... Yeah, I'll yell at him. Vision. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. I love him. <laughs> fuck him. I love him. <laughs> all right. So here's, here's your percentages now. We'll get into it. Okay. So on your Libra compatibility chart, your overall uh, Pisces ranks number four. <gasps> 88%. So a really high B. Yeah. You know? Um, your top three, though. Leo, 97%. Would you like to know who a Leo is? Bob? Bo Burnham. Oh. <laughs> I'm Actually, expecting the worst. Gemini is 93. Makes sense. So overall, the top is Leo. They're right before me. They're Leo in the summer. Leo Charlie. Yeah, they need to be the center of attention. Leos or something else. Gemini's. We've all heard stories. And Aquarius. Top three. For sex. Gemini's 100%. Whoa. Have you ever fucked a Gemini? No idea. Well, I'm unsure. I like how you laughed when I said that, but then you were like, I don't fucking know. (laughs) Um, So you're, oh, you and Mike. So for Pisces, the sex is mid-tier, like 70%. Oh. But, you know, that's just on the surface. It doesn't mean everybody. Um, You would also probably have really banging sex with an Aries or a Leo. People who like to be the center of attention... Would really just rock your world. Hmm. So. Bo Burnham. We wouldn't have good sex. It's 58%. That makes sense. Yeah. I can't imagine. Yeah. Our overall no compatibility, though, mid-tier, 68%. Like we said, yeah. 69. 69. So we wouldn't have good sex. Though. No. And that's fine. Love and marriage. Um, Pisces is in the middle. Again, about 74%. Hmm. So. Uh, and your tops, again, Leo, Aquarius, Gemini. Dang. We're, I'm right underneath Pisces in terms of. I mean, I married you first. Yeah. Yeah. So he's just got me by that much. And communication, Pisces moves up. It's 80%. Yeah. Mike and I are really good at communicating. Top five there. Yeah. For you. And I'm like in the middle, 70%, which tracks. Yeah. Because I don't communicate very well. 
So yeah, your best matches, Leo, Gemini, Aquarius, and Pisces. You can talk with any of these signs for hours on end. And for a Libra, that's a prelude to physical attraction. Like you need to feel like you're connected to them yeah. to be connected with them. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad this isn't a video. <laughs> I think everybody knows what I did. <laughs> I made an obscene gesture. <laughs> um, your opposite sign is a Libra. That's no, me. No, I'm sorry. An Aries. I read the wrong thing. Oh, I'm like, uh, but that's me. Your opposite sign is an Aries. Okay. Um, you guys can be compatible, like in any kind of relationship. So there's some balance there, but it's definitely your main opposite. So Libra is ruled by Venus, and which is like love. And Pisces is ruled by Jupiter, which is luck. Gets more stupider. And Neptune, <laughs> illusions. So like the more fantasy driven, passionate mm. kind of thing. These signs are quite compatible due to the feminine energies of Venus and Neptune working in tandem. Under Jupiter and Neptune's rule, Pisces is intensely meditative, philosophical, and internal. And under Venus's influence, Libra is in love with love. Huh. Libra is the sign of partnership and is always more comfortable when in an intimate love affair. So because you guys have that both kind of going on in different ways, you get along with it. All right, so Libra's a cardinal sign and Pisces is mutable. So Libra will come up with new ideas and start new projects, and Pisces is happy to go along with them, taking any role, quote-unquote, assigned to them. Meh. Not true? I mean, he'll complain about it. If Well, here's some more context. <laughs> if these two do work on something together other than their relationship, so something practical, they will work well together. They're both outwardly modest, and Libra likes a bit of recognition, while Pisces doesn't mind being in the passenger seat in terms of recognition and attention. Yeah. Also, if Libra generates a new idea but then suddenly loses interest, Pisces doesn't mind that either. They're like, sure, we'll do something else. Fuck no, he, nope. No? No, because I lose interest in everything and he gets pissed off. All right, well. Because, like, I lost interest in painting our cabinets and he's really pissed off that he had to do them. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I think that might be an extenuating circumstance. You know what I mean? Um, you want to know what this, according to this, the best aspect of a Libra Pisces relationship. Ooh, this tell is the me. best thing. Tell me. Their mutual interest in helping individuals and the world around them. They're well matched in their enthusiasm, energy, and desire for a sincere relationship. I think that's actually probably true because of the social aspect for other people to make other people happy. Yeah, I, he's, kinda, he's definitely like, uh, I would say like acts of service, gift giving type of person. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. So I think that that would work. Um, do you want to know about, you want to know some tips for your relationship? Sure. Tip me up, daddy. Okay. So even though you perceive things from vastly different perspectives, you have a potential to form a decent relationship. <laughs> to do that, you have to find a way to make your communication efficient. That's a big number one for you guys. We've um, always been really good with communication. Yeah, so that's good. You have to learn what makes the other person tick, what kind of gets them going. Um, it gets the people going. Yeah. Even though Pisces is a mutable sign, the cardinal air sign can be a little too spontaneous for them. So you guys have to find a way to balance that out. He's too spontaneous for me. Yeah, but was he always? Things have changed. Yes. Okay, well then. Look He's at always it's been wrong. doing things. A healthy relationship requires care and sympathy, which must come off through their actions. You guys have to walk the walk and talk the talk. Oh, here's one. You guys can find confrontation overwhelming. Yep. And if normal communication crumbles... Pretty much everything around them might crumble too, in the blink of an eye. In terms of communication compatibility, you can hit a wall pretty easily. 
Mm-hmm. Libras can be manipulative at times. Never. Uh, <laughs> Have I ever manipulated you? Not me, but I've seen you manipulate some boys. Never. I All boys manipulated me. I'm I'm not saying they didn't. Carmen's I, a I know man. one boy manipulated you that I know of very well, and then I think you he taught you well for some. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I think. I think. Um, anyways. <laughs> anyways. So what I'm understanding is I'm just a really indecisive person and I hate conflict. Yeah. Which I already knew. Yeah. Um, I do have your horoscopes too. Yeah. So we can get into that. So today's horoscope. Tell me. With today's planetary aspects, Libra, you're likely to feel a rush of love. This includes love for family, friends, partner, anything like that. The reality of spiritual advancement through love is all around you. Your artistic sensibilities are very high, so you might want to write, draw, paint something, record a podcast <gasps> that captures your thoughts and feelings. Would you look at that? And we're recording a podcast today. I added record a podcast. I know, but I feel like it counts. It counts. It counts because nothing else seemed right. <laughs> yeah. So that's today. Okay. Here's what you have to look forward to in the morning. Okay. Today, tomorrow. You may see that nearly every couple you know is quarreling. You may have differences with a current partner, but this is nothing to worry about. You're tense and edgy because of outside pressure, mm. so your fuse might be a little shorter than usual. Try and stretch your patience a little further, just for today. All will get better tomorrow. Okay. So that's what's... So tomorrow, people are going to be fighting. Yeah. It's going to make me angsty about it. Yeah. And I might snap at Mike. Yeah. Which that has happened before. Yeah. Just, you know. Because I I feel all the feelings. Yeah. And there's a lot going on for you right now. We talked about it at the top. There's a lot going on. So. That makes sense that it's going to be tomorrow. Well, then for the rest of the week. Okay. Sharing is caring. The rest of the year. Once. Year or week. It's the thing that I'm about to say starts this week and it will part the trajectory for the rest of your year Oof. as well. Okay. So once Jupiter enters Taurus on Tuesday, today, Oof. it's happening. We're it's happening. on a Tuesday. Sorry about it. Moving into your shared resource zone. So that's where sharing is going to be a big thing from this point on for the rest okay. of the year. I get all of Mike's money. Got it. Okay. I There's a strong possibility that you could inherit something. Is Mike going to die? I hope, I hope not. not. Someone, I don't want to hear, inherit anything. Because of death. It also said you could develop a business. Okay. Well, we, podcast. Have, we have kind of a business. <gasps> Are we going to get paid for Maybe this podcast? Or learn to be a team player. Okay. Maybe you'll answer someone when they talk to you. I always answer someone every day because everyone calls me and asks me questions okay. at work. It's also an intimate time mm-hmm. in which to develop deep bonds with people you care about. Okay. So this week, start by making some changes in your life during the Taurus new moon on Friday. So Friday, you might have an opportunity to make some changes from the people you spend your time with to where you're putting your money. It's an ideal time to pay off any loans and plan your finances in the future, just like you're doing with the car. Yeah, because I get paid on Friday. Yeah. So I was going to put money aside for my car. Yeah. After weeks of working hard, you, you are ready to get out and have some fun when Mars enters Leo on Saturday. You're going into your social zone. Don't you have a to do? A wedding is Saturday. It's your social zone. Oof. Over the next several weeks, you'll have the drive and energy to make new friends and follow your passions. Windfalls come easily as things work out like magic. Have fun, Libra. Mm. Wow, I like how yours is like, have fun, everything's going to be fucking <laughs> and Mine's like, you better get fucking ready, bitch. Chaos. It's about to get <laughs> fucking terrible. It's time to get funky. <laughs> and then for your whole year. Okay. You're me, daddy. Oh, yeah. 
You're happiest when you're surrounded by beauty and peace. So 2023 as a whole will bring you the harmonious energy you desire. Serious, hardworking Saturn is in Aquarius and your creativity zone at the start of the year, which helps you come up with new and imaginative ideas to further both your career and your personal life. It's time to bring something new to the table and see how your individual talents can contribute to not only your success, but the greater good. As you think about both your own personal happiness and making the planet a better place to live, it's time to move into the future, leaving the old behind. Starting in late September, the sun travels through your graceful, charming sign for a month. So it's time to start planning your stylish birthday celebration. I mean, I will be on my cruise in September. Well, there you go. Most Libras have a timeless physical beauty. Aww. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, that- yours sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck this. Sorry. It's okay. Um, I lost my place. Oh. Sorry. Timeless timeless beauty. (laughs) That others envy. And your fair-minded, impartial personality draws people, so you won't be hurting for company if that's what you desire. Your ideal birthday, whether alone or with friends and family, is spent in a peaceful, beautiful setting with a breathtaking view. Ooh. I wonder what Mike has planned. I don't know. He better plan something if he doesn't already, so. It has to be breathtaking. It has to be breathtaking. I'll send him this. Okay. So there you go. That's wow, your year. Your I'm year excited. Be great, and my year is going to require me to get some more antacid. <laughs> it's going to be chaos, but by the by the fall, it's going to get better, and you're going to be able to breathe. I hope so. I just got a new inhaler, so perfect. Hey, thanks for listening to the show so far. This episode of Thirty Dirty and Dying is almost over, but fear not. There's plenty more to where this came from. Whether you need to catch up on a few episodes you miss or you want to revisit one of your favorites, we got you covered. And if you want to know what's coming up soon, make sure you follow us on TikTok and Instagram at 30dirtyanddying. Now, don't go anywhere yet. Don't click off. Show's still going on. We're going to finish strong. Let's get back into it. So that's astrology. Anything that we didn't answer for each other that we want to see while we're thinking about it. I think that was pretty good. Yeah. We gave each other relatively the same so stuff. So you and Justin, great match. Yeah. Me and Mike. Mid. But pretty good in all the important stuff. Yes. We have really good communication. You guys have a similar way of thinking about the world. You guys have similar weaknesses, Mm -hmm. which also cuts down on your conflict. Yeah. Because you're not going to go head to head about stuff as as frequently. Nope. Because we can't make decisions. (laughs) Yeah. And you don't want to fight about it. Nope. We sure don't. Yeah. So. But if we do fight, it's over in five seconds. Yeah. Because you guys are like, I don't want to fucking do this. Let's This is awful. Yeah. I love you. So you guys have the... Either communication is pretty high and your all the reasons for it seem to track. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And ours. 69%. Solid. 69, baby. Except we shouldn't have sex. No. Apparently we, it we wouldn't will, go well. We will not. Yeah, I'm good. But whatever, 100, what was 100% Gemini? Yeah. I don't know any Geminis. Well, I don't know if I know any Geminis. You should check. You're still on good terms with people. But I'm married. It doesn't fucking matter. No, but it would just be nice to know for curiosity's sake. Oh, uh, yeah. That's true. <gasps> Wait, what What months are Gemini? Gemini is um, right after Taurus. So 20th of May to mid-June. Unsure. Okay. My Not dog f- is a Gemini. Um. He can't fuck you now. We got him fixed finally. Well, also... Gross, but we did get him fixed. That's not something that any human should do. No, but he got he got his nards Balls taken off. Balls chopped off. Bum nards. Oh, 
What did I say? I was talking to Cheeto. Good start. Good start. He was he was just being a little bitch, right? Yeah. Because Queso is an actual bitch and, like, harasses him. Yeah. And she did something and he hissed and I went, grow some balls. <laughs> and I was like, sorry, Cheeto, I got them chopped off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I felt so bad, so I picked him up and cuddled him because I'm like, I can't believe I said that to you. Yeah. I purposefully chopped off your balls. Yeah, we just, uh, well, with the beginning of the year, my dog was going through some stuff. He's good. Yeah. He lived through surgery. He's great. Uh, part of the reason he was going through stuff was that he did not get fixed, um, which I tried to get him fixed, but I was 17. He's alive. Are That's you holding grudges means. when you said I'm the one that holds grudges? I didn't say I didn't. I said hold his. Hold his grudges. Whatever. Grudge me up. But <laughs> no, um, I'm not. No, it's fine. It's it's the important thing is he's fine. Yes. But as part of his procedure, um, we did go ahead and, and get those. Snip, snip. Get those thangs out, you know. So now he has no thangs. I would like to do that for Mike so we don't have to worry about um, babies. That's not. They don't cut his balls off. <laughs> That's not what happens. <laughs> they just cut a tubey. Cut a tubey. From the one of the tubes that takes the soldiers from the balls to the <laughs> exit. Soldiers. <laughs> the sperm. Fine. Happy. Um, they cut a tube that lets them get out. Uh-huh. So they just stay in there. So Will it explode? No. If they don't get out? I don't think that's how the human body works. Hmm. Anyways, we hope you guys really <laughs> enjoyed this episode. Um, I love astrology. We wanted to get into it. We needed some fucking help. Life's crazy. Life's crazy. So tell us your astrology sign. You know, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll do this again. We can dive into some other topics. There's always like work stuff yeah. and professional stuff in these in these. And I, I honestly, so. I need some work stuff. Yeah. Because so I have no idea what I'm going to do with my life. Maybe we'll do this shit again. Yeah. So let us or know. hobbies. I don't fucking have any hobbies. Yeah. I'm supposed to. Yeah. By the end of the year, I'm supposed to like do something that I'm good at. I and hope I don't it's this. Know. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Stay tuned. And is the, is this the money that we're gonna get? Who I knows? Know. Rate, subscribe, review, and maybe it will be. Maybe it will be. So we'll see you guys next time. And remember, it's not an asthma attack, it's an asthma opportunity. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>